Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Cup, the podcast where we review, rate and rank anything that gets pulled out of our cup. I'm Dan and with me here is Joe. Hello there. So today we are going to go for a review that came out of the cup and uh, it should have touched most of our lives I'm pretty sure, although it's slowly dying out. It's the digital versatile disc, otherwise known as the Humble DVD. Yes, the Humble DVD indeed. And well, let me start off by saying I used to have an enormous DVD collection. But, I, I, I uh, try and keep up with mine. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, but you're in a position where you've got a whole room that you can dedicate it, dedicate yeah, to it. I mean, your, your bookcase uh, shelving selection is, is superb um, to look out, but to look at rather but i guess this the fact that you've got that to look at i mean that was that was one of the for me that was one of the big things about dvds the the aesthetics of the collection yeah the boxes. You know, and, yeah i always like going to people's houses and just looking through their dvd collection so i can kind of judge them as a human being oh well it's yeah you have to i mean i know a lot of people do that with the music collection but i think i do that with films yeah and and Whilst those collections are all nice and they look good on the shelves, did you ever see those? You could occasionally get those weird special edition ones. Oh that yeah, didn't fit. Like I was actually looking at in preparation. I was having a little look on uh, on eBay for stuff that was to, out there, and there was a. And I remember this coming out a twenty fifth anniversary uh, edition of the Alien box set, but the actual set, all the DVDs were in a big alien head. Oh really? Like massive, hundred yeah, quid. Yeah. This was costing. I mean, where are you going to put? I mean, it, well, that's it the looks thing. great, but that's the thing. And to have just one, yeah, that's that's why special editions do so well because you you start buying more and more. I mean, the, I think that that one, although it's difficult, I don't think you know what you're going for. It's the one that are just the ones that are just slightly crooked. They just mm. they just don't fit in, or they're a bit too fat, or something like that. The one I always think of is the um, the Evil Dead, which is, is actually book? shaped yeah. yeah, it's shaped like the Book of the Dead, and uh, that's right, yeah. it just doesn't fit like much, and it's just a bit too big, a bit too fat, a bit too annoying. Yeah, yeah, it's um, but it's a dying art now, isn't it? DVD. Oh yeah, well, physical media is uh... physical media indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah, in in total, I mean how. Well, here's a quiz question. How old is the DVD? When, when was it first? Do you know when it was first like released? Um, the first film in the US. Let's go to the US. First film in the, in the US. Uh, I mean, I think it was 96 in Japan, but I'm not mm. sure about the US. It spilled over into 97. And, um, and it was, the very first one was Twister. Twister, that's a great film. I mean, it's not, but it's great. It's. I think I've only ever seen it once. I don't think I even saw it on DVD, actually. Oh, really? And I, no, I've watched. never seen it on DVD, to be fair, I don't think. But I've definitely seen it in the cinema. And mm. I think in passing, like, you know, when you used to watch films on TV, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it now. That's no, I wouldn't go out of my way. But you know what? If I was sitting down looking for something to watch and that was the only thing... I wouldn't be upset. No, that was one with the cows, wasn't it? Was it the yeah, the cow flew, and yeah, they kind of, uh, yeah. Spoilers here. Um, yeah. They they were being chased by a tornado. I think since she was a child, actually. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's what the storyline was. And in the end, like, Tornado kind of went over them. They saved themselves by tying themselves with a belt to that's a right. to like a, I don't know, a pipe. Was it like I a mean, force five or something? Half, but... Yeah. Yeah, wasn't it like the most dangerous one ever? Yeah, something? it was a five. They've never seen a five. A five, yeah. Category five. Ah, uh, I might watch Twister again. Yeah, see, there you go. Um, and yeah, I think Mars, Mars Attacks was released at the same time, which is a superb. Oh, Mars Attacks is an amazing film. Best B movie. Probably can most expensive B movie. Can you do a good impression of the aliens? Absolutely not. I don't do impressions, you know that, but sounds like you've got one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, God, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does a trick. Great idea. film. Great film. Very fun. Yeah. Full of cameos. And mm. what was that one of the first DVDs as well, then? I think that was like released like maybe the next day or something. Oh, really? Yeah. A good film. I, I mean, those DVDs are probably worth quite a lot now. Well, it's funny you should say that. I did look up what are the most valuable DVDs, and there's this one I can't find the link now. But it's worth like $100,000. Oh, really? But it's like, it's not even that old, but I think there are only a couple made of some very obscure film. Quite why anyone would pay that, I don't know. Um, people like to say that they've paid it. Well, they used to be, they, yeah, I mean, there used to be an app on the iPhone called, when the iPhone first came out, you know, you got, before you had proper apps like Spotify or, like proper apps. Like yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. You had like the beer one where it turned and it looked like... Yeah, it looked like much. a beer. Do yeah, you remember like... homeless Tamagotchi? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, it had a serious point of like making awareness for homelessness. But yeah. effectively, you had a little homeless man that you had to feed in your phone. <laughs> and quite often, like, if you didn't get to a notification, you'd die. And it's like homeless people are dying because they're not being looked at. Oh, like, that's so bad. Fun for yeah. the family. I think I did complete it, though. I can't remember oh, what the completion was. But... Did you get them a house in the end or something? I don't think so. I think it was just like, yeah. He survived, but it's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> That's bleak. Yeah. Um, see, I remember one of the first apps I got was the Carlton Cole app, so the ex-West Ham footballer, and it was just all about his life and like, <laughs> what he was up to. Um, but why, why on earth did I mention apps? Uh, I'm assuming you were talking about either the gold mode or the mirror mode. Oh, that's it. Yeah, so there was an app. It might have been the gold one. That would cost like nine hundred ninety nine pounds, um, and, and it turned sole purpose. It did like nothing. It turned like your screen a certain color, and pe- but yeah. people bought it. Just yeah, people bought it. it when they could have just gone on Google, typed in the color, and saved it as their background, and yeah. it would have been the same thing. But exactly. like I say, people like. Well, have you ever seen the gold phones? What gold colored phones? Yeah, like people get their phones like spray painted things like that. What. Gold, gold coloured rather than gold plated. Well, I think you can actually get both depending on how far you want to take it. Oh, that's madness. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a bit of a strange world. But going back to DVDs. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the shape of them, absolutely. Uh, I do like the what an average DVD. I do like the way they all slot in quite nicely. And then there's a few different types of DVDs. There was the standard plastic one that we all know and love. But then there was the cheapy one. Do you remember the cheapy one? What, was in the case you're talking about? Yeah, the case. It's like almost yeah. entirely cardboard, no plastic on the outside, except for a little clip that would clip it. And those, they, that was a bit later on when you used to be able to get like pretty good films for like four or five quid. Sounds more sustainable to me. 
so what saving the planet yeah i mean they would absolutely say that now but <laughs> they they uh they wouldn't it was clearly cheaper materials oh no oh well, actually no that's a lie i suppose if i think back to my <laughs> lord of the rings extended edition box sets they were sort of cardboardy as well oh really you went cheap you didn't go for the proper no 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 they were the they were the real no. deal Touch, touch the nerve oh, there, audio. Oh, oh. <laughs> like four, four DVDs each, of which I think the film was all on one. There weren't many films we had to do. No, they would be the dual layered DVDs, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, you have to flip them over. Because, no, 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 the dual layered one is the one where it basically doubles the amount of information you can have on a DVD. Oh, because there were some where you had to flip them over. Yeah, so the, the one that I always think of, because I own it, is Goodfellas. Goodfellas. What was yeah? I have, to, double I have to double. Yeah, I have to flip it over. It's not even that long, though, is it? It's oh, Goodfellas. It's about three and a half hours. Goodfellas. Are you sure yeah, you're thinking good... of The Godfather? No, have a look. Do, Goodfellas. Do some, do some live, live googling. Goodfellas I, it, is not three and a half hours. It's a three-hour film, at least. At least. I'm it's not a sure but anyway, I've completely lost my... Um, ah, so the point... So going into Goodfellas a bit, do you remember when the wife finds out about the girlfriend? And, and then she's the sitting in with a gun. No, I mean, that is in there. But when she goes to the girlfriend's house and like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the bells? Yeah, yeah, That's the point where I have to turn the disc. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I always kind of remember that. It's two hours, 26 Two hours twenty six. Yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah, it's definitely a flip over for me. It must have been like an early release or something before they yeah. had the technology, because that's yeah, yeah it's not not ridiculously. No, but it's definitely yeah, I definitely have to flip it over. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, because yeah, Some yeah, odd yeah. questions, odd questions about it on Google. Can an eleven year old watch Goodfellas? <laughs> Is Goodfellas suitable for a twelve year old? Can a se- Kevin's that doesn't make any sense. Is Goodfellas okay for a fourteen year old? Anyway. Um is this the ten year old slowly growing up and every year <laughs> the uh, parent asks him very, very world weird world of the internet. Now my biggest special edition that I own is the is the film Battle Royale. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a tin that has the DVD inside, but it's actually just a tin. I think it's actually got a, a standard DVD box inside. Uh, they I probably see. chuck in, but it also had a whole bunch of stuff in it. And one of the things it does have is an actual frame from the movie. Oh, right, that's cool. Which sounds great, but like ultimately, it's like, why don't nothing with it? Normal version. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> and if I'm honest, I still did, couldn't explain to you the end of Battle Royale. I've seen it a few times and I don't get I've it. Seen it for, yeah, I've seen it once. It's good. I, I do highly recommend yeah. it. But I, it's, uh, uh, it's weird. I remember having, I ordered, uh, actually this is another uh, a DVD specific thing, but I ordered a uh, copy of the first Terminator film from the US, so Region 1. And it came oh, yeah. in like a, bo- like a metal box and then a round box, like metal box on top that held the disc. So it looked quite nice. Yeah. But the big thing was, you couldn't get it here in the UK, so I had to import it. Well, not yeah. I, I, I did very little. I just pressed the button that said buy. <laughs> Other big, bigger boys did the importing for me. Um, but that was a big thing about DVDs at the beginning because you could, if yeah, you knew what you were doing, you could hack your player. To be able but to it was also a big minus to the DVD. Like, 
if we're thinking about it from a review point of view, that's a big minus that you can't just watch anything like you can now. No, but well, no, but if you take VHSs, and I come back to VHSs, but if you take VHSs, you just couldn't watch. If you bought one from America, you just couldn't watch it here. Yeah, for sure. But with DVDs, you can. Because you can do that now. Yeah, well, yeah. Because you had to, so, yeah, I remember for my just, DVD player, I had to do zero, zero, and then the region. I went, yeah, it wasn't the hardest well, code to crack. Zero, I, zero, I, and I, the number of the region. I, yeah, I used to buy a lot of PlayStation magazines back in the day, being a cool dude. Mm. And... Um, one of them was a uh, a save that you would save to your memory card and it would effectively make the PlayStation du- um, region free. Oh, right. And that was like permanent. It was just done. It's great. Hey. Hmm. Yeah, that was very exciting. I mean, yeah. actually speaking of the PlayStation, one of the big things with the PlayStation 2, it was the first console to actually use DVDs. Oh, yeah, you could use it as a player, couldn't you? Yeah, so... You, it was that was a big big deal it wasn't just using it as a player mm. it meant all the games just got 100 percent better yeah yeah, yeah. Games like grand theft auto came out because it, they could just do they could just fit so much more information on a dvd it was incredible mm. Mm. they were good times playstation 2 that's a that's a console i can get behind i tell you well that's that that could be in our review cup <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely so um what milestone do you think was achieved in 2003 2003 mm. um 2003 it's a strange year um ugh, can i get a hint uh it's to with the amount of dvds sold did DVDs outsell VHSs? Boom. There you Oof. go. Yeah, it took well, it's funny because I've got a similar stat, but it's 2001. And what it is, it's DVD players outsold VHS players. Ah, that, so yeah, okay. oh, that, that makes sense that within a few years, yeah, more people have bought DVDs and VHSs. Yeah, because it, so it took that. longer than I expected. But then it's because DVDs were actually quite expensive at the beginning. Yeah, they were very pricey. It was um, like sixteen ninety nine. I'm thinking for a yeah. standard film with nothing else on it. Yeah, but you had no choice in those days. I mean, apart from, well, it's either that or, or VHS. VHSs, or you go to Blockbuster and rent it. That's true. That and was, I did do. I, I did enjoy that. I, I used to enjoy. It. In fact, it's better then than it is now, where you have so much more choice. Oh, it was more where, fun. Yeah. Yeah. You, one, it was an event like getting mm. going to Blockbuster. And then just looking for the DVD. I, I was terrible. I could be there for hours and not make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. I, I could absolutely do that. And I think I seem to remember my mum, my dad, like, just get it. Just because remember, you had to take the DVD from behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the front DVD, which was a regular DVD. Mm-hmm. I feel like Blockbusters needs to be reviewed as a whole uh, on another episode. I think that would work quite well. But anyway, mm. just a brief thing. You get the dvds behind and so if it was a new release on rental it would quite often they'd just not be there yeah that was very very upsetting very distressing oh so yeah that's why my parents were like look just grab one so you know you know that you're gonna have something to watch and we can always <laughs> put it back which is dick to other people <laughs> and then uh oh actually i was gonna go on a bit of a blockbuster tangent but we, we can save that for at some point when we do blockbuster um Biggest selling DVD ever? Any idea? Uh, Live Aid? No. No? 
No, really? something more. No, I think something more in the DVD era. So it's kids' film. Was Live Aid not in the DVD? I suppose it was earlier, wasn't Live it? Live Aid was eighty-five. Yeah, of course it was earlier, but I still think it was a very big-selling DVD when they made a big special edition. Yeah, but this biggest-selling one ever. I'm talking about sold, I think, thirty-eight million copies. I mean, I'm going to have to say something like Lord of the Rings. No, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, really? Yeah. But well, it's... Disney DVDs actually. They they used to make them special, so they'd yeah. only bring out like one a year, wouldn't they? It was the vault. Yeah, they used to do the same with VHSs, so they would de delist them. So yeah, they more valuable. Bring out one a year and yeah. stop selling other ones. Yeah, and they would. They, I mean, the prices would absolutely skyrocket. Yeah, they were always very high Disney ones um, because of that. But funnily enough, actually speaking of prices, I went on uh, eBay because I got rid of loads of my. DVDs just sent to a charity shop. Mm. But I went on eBay earlier to see well, how much the DVDs go for. And there are loads of DVDs, like good films as well, that have sold for one p with free yeah. post with free postage. Yeah, that I don't understand. At that all. I don't get either because someone's basically paying to to get rid of the DVD. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know people that have used like uh, what's it, Facebook Marketplace, yeah, and got a, what's called a job lot, which is just a whole bunch. But you get you, it's free. They're just yeah. getting rid of it. So it's just like, here you go. Someone someone I know did that and got a load of DVDs that way. Yeah, yeah, I saw oh, I know. someone someone sold a job lot. Uh, I think it's 56 DVDs. And I looked them up and they were good, like stuff I'd be happy to watch. Yeah. Uh, for 1p, free delivery, which I don't, I just don't understand. That it's like going to cost them a fiver to send it. Doesn't make, it doesn't might make be free sense. delivery. If you, Maybe when you're, it's free delivery because you're going to come and pick it up. No, then it says free collection. It says free delivery. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know. Then I don't, I'm just happy to get rid of it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I just feel like I'm, I'm going to put it in the bin. Yeah. yeah. Other than pay to give it to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather uh, let it burn. Yeah, I just don't understand. To pay to get rid of it. Um, yeah. One of the, the, the biggest excitements with DVD that I ever had was pre-ordering the Star Wars trilogy, the original. Oh, the original. Oh, yeah. my God. And then the extras that came with it. And the extras, I guess, is another thing we can come on to. Yeah, that, I mean, that is an important thing to talk about is extras. Because with Star Wars, I mean, it had so many discs of extras and I absolutely lapped it up. Yeah. But with the extras, that's something that these days is lost. Because when you stream something, you I, I think in some cases you do have some extras. Yeah, but it's, it really isn't the same. same. No, absolutely not. These are the um, people like owning physical media as well so like they don't these people in fact that care about those extras i think they're still buying blu-rays at least yeah yeah possibly a hundred percent there will still be a fairly decent dvd blu-ray market i think not, not amazing. So dvd but blu-ray yeah more blu-ray than dvd but i think there'll still be some people buying them possibly I'm not sure I how much longer it'll last though well it's because for example uh, I wanted to show a film to my nephew, and the film was Speed, which mm. is a great, great film, good mm. action film. And it wasn't on any of the streaming services. And I was—I happened to be in a shopping centre, and I just went to one of these uh, game shops that sell second-hand DVDs as well. And I think I picked it up for like three pounds, maybe less. All right. Just like I'll have that. Mm. So, you know, there's still a market there. Still, still, because uh, you, you can't always have it. So I still like to buy DVDs of things that I think that might just not be streamed anymore. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you can't stream everything. No, exactly. Well, it's not just that, but say the controversial comedy Brass Eye. I'm pretty sure I've got that on DVD because I'm worried they won't stream it at some point. Yeah, like that's something... why I bought it originally. I bought it because I really liked it, but now I'm glad I've got it for that reason. Yeah, se- series, TV series in particular, I think mm. definitely would be harder yeah, and harder sure. to stream. Uh, but like, there's a film called The Aristocrats. Aristocrats, yeah. not the Aristocats, but the Aristocrats. I've tried to stream it, but it's nowhere. It's like it never existed. Well, it's a very fun. naughty one, isn't it? It's a very naughty one, very funny, but yeah, it it's is. Very, it's, it's, it's very, very naughty. If you like stand-up comedy? It's a really Nice entry into stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah DVD, just, uh, When they come in that little brown package, when you get them delivered, uh, very rare. I buy a DVD nowadays in person. That's for sure. I haven't, I haven't bought one for years. I mean, the the physical shop DVD market. Like, well, yeah. I think if I walk down my high street, I'm not sure I could buy a DVD anywhere. Maybe Tesco. Well, HMV taking a bit of comeback. I was gonna say HMV, but HMV nowadays it's more of like, uh, well, in it has. Day, a- it's, it's more like it's like that, but there's still yeah. loads of DVDs and CDs, and but it's more of a memorabilia. Seems to be a big thing. Yeah, there's loads of memorabilia. Vinyl it's more of a kind of, it's almost like a comic book store, but mm. an American comic book store, like in those films in the '90s that were like just based. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They'd yeah. sell anything. They'd sell the VHSs. They'd sell the merch, and they'd sell the comics themselves. Someone's I feel released, like that's what HMV is now. Someone's releasing an album. I can't remember who it was. I think it's like an American female singer. Like I can't remember who, but like quite a young one. I, don't, I can't remember the name. Um, and apparently she's only releasing it on vinyl. Oh, really? Which is a little bit pretentious. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be on Spotify as well. Yeah, I mean, it is pretentious, but I'm all for it. Screw it. If it forces well, people to go well, out and buy things. Yeah, but why not just release it on everything and let people decide for themselves? Oh, well, it's like Disney. Um yeah, only releasing it one a thing one a year, it does make it more precious. Makes the value go up. Makes you tell me about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There yeah, are pluses, but anyway, we've talked a lot about DVD pluses. I think mm. it's time for a few negative Nelly uh, points. Yeah, I, I'd yeah. I think there's one that we're probably both thinking of. Well, the one I'm going for go is on. piracy. So you used to, well, back in the day, if you remember, um, you'd have these people that had effectively a dining sheet or a picnic blanket or something like that and cover it in DVDs. (laughs) Now, the reason for the picnic blanket is because they had a spotter that would basically let them know if the police were coming and they'd be able to just grab the the picnic uh, blanket with all the DVDs and leg it. Mm. But I have seen a few of these pirate DVDs and they weren't very good quite often. Yeah. The sound was always terrible. It was always a camcorder. So mm. you'd actually literally see people stand up at, on the cinema. But I, th- I think a lot a lot of these bootleggers wasn't the, the big thing, it's like naughty films, rather than mainstream. No, no, no. Maybe at the beginning, but... but Maybe at the beginning, but no, generally the ones that I would see in going down my local Arrow or Watford would be actually just mainstream films. Mm. Like cheap. And they'd often, I don't know if you remember, they'd often cram more than one in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd actually have like three films in one. Yeah, like the three mm. baby trilogy or something. Yeah. yeah. One oh, of them yeah. didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I went, we, when I went traveling in Thailand like 20, nearly 20 years ago, I went absolutely hog wild 
for these. Uh, it's hard not to, especially in those days where you understood that DVDs were expensive. Mm. Mm. And so you, you're going to go wild, quite frankly. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was oh, but those are the days. My collection got massive. But yeah. to be honest, I not that I sold dodgy DVDs or knockoff DVDs, but I did record, rewrite, rewrite. Yeah. When rewritable DVDs were invented or created mm. or released, and I had a deep, Jesus, God, I can't speak. A recordable, rewritable DVD player. I hooked that up to the the family normal DVD player. I'd rent a film out from Blockbuster, and I'd yeah. and I hope I'm not going to go to prison now that I've uh, that I've said this. Um, but I wasn't I wasn't distributing. What was the quality film. like? Spot on. Oh really? <clears throat> but it recorded what was on the screen. So where you had a menu, and I'll come back to my negative. Oh yeah. Uh, where you had a menu, you, it wasn't it, what you recorded didn't have an interactive menu. It was just whatever you played. So when you hit play, it just recorded the film. Oh, okay. So if you wanted the extras, you didn't have to record the extras. Okay. Um, yeah, still, still decent to uh, be able to record your own. Oh yeah, it was good. So my collection got massive because then I um, discovered I bought loads of blank boxes yes. and discovered a website where it had the like the cover art. Yeah, uh, yes. Like, basically, probably. in in the right um, like proportions, dimensions, yeah. hit print, hit print it. I just stick it in. So I had a massive collection of knockoff DVDs. But yeah. my my big negative is around the menu. Oh, and no. so the menus themselves, I like that because it was a big departure from VHSs where you just played and that was it. Whereas, but there were they but, definitely were better towards <laughs> as time went on those menus because some of them had like a, a song or something that played for about five seconds. Well, yeah. So we're coming up with, yeah, you're touching on my gripe there. So I like the Easter eggs. Yeah. The Easter eggs where you could put, Oh in yeah. yeah. And you get to do something special or see something special. My issue was maybe it was before you got to the menu actually, where you had to watch what was there before. Like if it was an anti-piracy thing or some annoying oh. promo thing and you couldn't skip the it. trailers. Yeah. You'd press skip. We press menu. It said this function is not available. Or you'd get a little uh, circle with a, a red little, book. yeah. And oh. it just did my head. And I thought I would think I've paid for this. I should be able to. Do well, tell me something because here's something I've uh, I've got for you. So tell me if you recognise this sound. Ready? Mm. Hopefully it will work. You wouldn't see the car. Yeah, yeah. How many times do you reckon you've heard that in your life? Plenty, plenty. Oh. And I, but I haven't stolen a car. No, but no. you know what really annoys me. I, I have a copy DVD. There's not many other like media that demands that you. I own this product. Mm. If it was book, I could skip a page. That's what I if mean. Was, yeah. If it was a song, I would fast forward. Why do they have the right to just say no? You have to watch this. Yeah, I completely. That's what I'm saying. Like the first time, I get it because they're saying, "Look, here's a warning. Don't go and copy it." Even After then, that, I kind of think, "Why? It's mine. I own it." Yeah, I should be able to read my book however I want. You never have a book that you like skip to the middle and then it goes ah ah ah, puts you right back at the beginning like snakes and ladders. No, I completely agree. And completely it's agree. yeah, I mean that's a a big annoyance of mine. I must say, I but, was not. Um, but then I guess, so I watched Sky go through the PlayStation, and if I 
watch a film, I have to watch like a two minute advert. I'm thinking, well, hang yeah, on. that's a long one as well. Yeah, it's too long. I think, yeah, my parents have paid for it. So I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why should I have to watch this? This is, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, so, that, that is a real, real annoyance. So, DVDs, yeah, that, that, that is a big annoyance. Now, they came in, they basically killed off VHS. Do you know what the last film released on VHS was? On VHS? Mm. What was the year? Uh, I think it was 2006. 2006. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's not a blockbuster. You've probably heard of it, but if I, gave yeah, you, yeah. If I told you to write down a thousand films, I'm not sure you'd write it down. Well, give me a hint then. Um, uh, I've seen it once. I can't really remember it very well. Vigo Morton's in it. It doesn't that's help you, does it? That's a good hint. Uh, For me, all the listeners here. Uh, Vigo Mortensen, isn't it? Oh, he, was, he was uh, Aragon in Lord of the Rings. I, I don't... All right, you know Carlito's Way? Yes. You know, um, I can't remember what his name is, isn't it? But the, the guy in the wheelchair who's got like a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Up. Come he's, on, man! I can't hold man. Scarface. He's not Scarface. That's he's the um the other dude, the brother. Not the yeah, brother, he's like his, his best Manny. friend. Manny, Manny. No, it's yeah. not Manny. It's the same person, the guy in the what? wheelchair that was uh from Carlito's way. No, it's man not. in the wheelchair that tries to bug them. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not the same person. I I I would like a fact check on that at some point. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to fact check live fact check it. You sing a song yeah. or something. So Vigo Mortensen is Carlito. In does win, man. He's in the in the wheelchair and in uh, Scarface. So I think his name is Manny, isn't it? His character, and Manny is played by Stephen Bauer. Yeah. So they're different people. He's... Oh, they're different people. Yeah. It's. That's I mean, just because they've got different names. <laughs> just because I've got different names and look different. <laughs> I mean, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> it's blown a, a horrible... Uh, it's part of my imagination that seems to have yeah. popped. But I'm sticking no, to it. I'm going so... to tell other people that. I love it. So uh, he's in this film. Should I just tell you what it is? Okay. Uh, no, I'm not going to know any films of him in it. I mean, I just told you a, another film that I saw he was <laughs> in. He's not he wasn't. It. So I'm not. Um, oh, am I? It was History of Violence. Oh, History of Violence. That's, I've seen half of that film. I mean, yeah. I quite enjoyed was it. it as half well. with him in it. Um, yeah. And a, a fact I didn't know before this was when do you think the first. It sounds like I'm testing you, doesn't it? But when when do you think the first VHS was released? And I'll give you a clue. And this, to be fair, this isn't a very good clue because this film won't mean anything. I've never heard of it. First film released on VHS was called The Young Teacher. But what year? Um, so that won't help you at all. But seventy-eight, seventy-six. Very close. I would have gone earlier. Oh, I thought. I thought earlier. Um. I don't know. I, just, I knew I was thinking eighties at first, actually. So I I was thinking later. The VHS then, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I thought. I mean, it was around when when they came on, so I don't really remember a time without it. No. Oh, fair enough. But speak, speaking of VHSs, there's one thing that did tickle me recently that I saw, and I'm going to read this out verbatim. So someone wrote this on um, Twitter, and there's a little picture that goes with it, which won't help much. So it says. 
Over the last eight years of living in South London, there has been at least one copy of Hellraiser on VHS on top of the bus stop at East Street. The most I've ever seen up there is three. No idea how they get there, no idea who regulates it, but it has always been one of my favourite things, a little bit of solitude in the big city. But recently, for a considerable amount of time, there's been no sign of them. Moved by council, vandals, who knows? Today, I saw a fresh copy had been placed. It made me feel like all was well in the world again. And there's That's a picture true. of a bus of a bus oops of a bus stop with uh, a copy of Hellraiser on VHS on top of it. It's so weird. That's very strange. Very strange. Hellraiser is a strange film. I haven't seen that for a long, long time. But it's, it's I found Hellraiser one actually when I think about it really boring. It wasn't quite as scary as I thought it was going to be, I have to say. It was really slow, and I think it was number Mm. two where they really went for it. And then after that, it was like liftoff. They went crazy after that. I think I've only seen the first one. Didn't they remake it recently? Yeah, I mean, there's like hundreds of them now. Yeah. But do you know what film I did see? I mean, we're going slightly off topic, but I saw Mm. Cocaine Bear for the first time. Oh, is it good? I mean... Yeah, Yeah, it. sounds entertaining. I mean, you're going into it... With expectations, that... exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I think if you want, it's an hour and a half. I think if you want a bish bash bosh film, Cocaine Bear, that's the one. And I believe it's loosely based on a true story. Yes, I think a bear accidentally like was near a package of cocaine once. I think that it fell out of a plane or something. Has been smoked yeah, exactly. or something like that. But yeah, recommend that film. But anyway, back back to the DVDs. Back to the DVDs. Um, um, I mean, I I am a big fan. I think they are great. Mm. I mean, the the other thing with DVDs, no one will care about nowadays, was jumping from VHS to DVD. It wasn't just the sound, the look, everything. Like a disc, a film on a disc looked cool. But also being able to skip and fast forward and go directly to scenes. Yeah. That was a big deal then. Oh, yeah. Scenes. Never having to rewind when yeah. giving it back to Blockbuster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... I you know I might be giving my my scores away a little, but I am very much a big big fan of the DVDs, and I do still buy them as you, as you hear very rarely. The problem is is I've now got my bookcase nicely done, mm. and I can't buy more because then I have too many DVDs. I mean, this is first world problems right here. <laughs> <laughs> But I maybe one point may buy another bookcase and then I can. And the other thing is now I'm an adult, I can be more selective about my DVDs where I look at my DVD collection and I just think you got that because it was a bargain. You got mm. that because it was just there. You were, you got that because you were, I don't know, one of your friends liked it and you're like, well, I'm, I'm going to like it too or that kind of crap. All right. So here's a, an interesting question then. So you've got a, a, a huge DVD collection, which would be the envy of a lot of people. Why not? blu-rays what replace them with blue oh no i still do blue it depends on the film really but but are you but when you're buying them now are you upgrading to blu-ray so i don't mean replacing i mean if you're buying a new one it depends on on blu-ray it depends on the film so if it's something that is very special effects heavy like a proper blockbuster then i'll probably get the blu-ray but if it's a grittier film so for example i bought 1984 not that recently now but i did buy it and i didn't i I felt i didn't need it on dvd and the fact that it looks grimy it kind of adds to it really yeah it probably still look grimy if that's how it's made on no like you can just see uh, the higher definition of blu-ray and it doesn't always add to a film 
So like mm. something like uh, There Will Be Blood, I highly recommend you get that on Blu-ray because it looks amazing. Mm. Where if you bought it on DVD, you'd lose something, I think. But for like a a truthy film or a thinky film, you can do uh, DVD. It's fine. Yeah. And presumably they're incredibly cheap now, most of them. Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, often I'll go into a second-hand store and get a few for like nothing. Yeah. Now the second-hand shop, slight tangent. What do you call it? The computer exchange. Is it the Kex shop or is it the sex shop? I call it computer exchange. It's, called, it's got C, but it's got C. Yeah. Yeah. How's that pronounced? I don't think anyone calls it Kex. No. So the only other pronunciation is sex. No, no one's called it that either. Uh, I think some. Yeah, but I think people literally call it CEX. Oh, really? It's a bit like sex. I think, yeah, CEX. I've heard it being called that, and yeah. I think I call it computer exchange, which is a lot of syllables, but it's better than sex. And it's not so much computers. Oh, no, they, they do do computers. If you go to the back, well, I mean, I haven't been to one for a while, but, it, you know, the stuff you go, behind... If you, go to the, oh, right, if you know the right people in the right hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go behind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a hard drive or two. <laughs> um, no, the, you'll see computer parts behind the glass. Oh, right. They always have, like, graphics cards and all different kind of stuff. Because uh, I walked past one in town where I live today, and I've never actually bought anything there, but I walked past, and so much of this stuff is obviously second-hand, but not that much cheaper than if you... No, very, it's, it's not so a cheap... expensive. For DVDs, it's cheap. Yeah. But for everything else, including games, it's not cheap at all. No, like, they had uh, a Nintendo Switch in the window, and it's, it said it was second-hand. It was maybe 20, 30 quid cheaper than buying it brand new. Yeah, it's not much. And sometimes um, it's more when these, for example, I think they were selling the PlayStation 5 for a lot more than it was going because you couldn't see hands on a PlayStation 5. Mm. So you've got to watch out for that, I've got to say. But anyway, let's, uh, well, I think it's time to give a bit of a score. Yeah, all right. Um, so we do scorings out of 10 cups. Yep. Um, traditional one is bad. Ten is is superb. Um, do you want to go first, Jay? Okay, well, I'm going to go straight in. It's going to be strong. It's going to be eight and a half cups. I think it's an excellent product. I still, I still kind of buy it, so it means it's it survived a very very long time. Mm. I love. I still like like looking at my collection. I like looking at other people's collections, and I do occasionally put a DVD on. So it's it's still. Although the negatives of not being able to fast forward and the repetitive songs and that kind of thing. I don't know if you've ever fallen asleep with a DVD just playing mm. in the background. Not playing, like, the menu. Yeah, yeah. Over and over again. It's like a <laughs> but I think eight and a half cups is my uh, my final result. Okay. Uh, it's interesting because I've got the same score. Oof. And one of the things I marked it down for, which is, I think, a bit harsh. I think actually I think it's very harsh, apart from the negative I said before was that watching a DVD now doesn't massively appeal because I think it's because of the world we're in now. Yeah, Once it's finished, I don't have to get up. <laughs> yeah. So at least if I watch a film on streaming now, then I can just, I just all I have to do is move my hand and press some buttons yeah, and, and do something else. Wipe the drip from your face. <laughs> <laughs> Clean my filth. Yeah. yeah. Um, air, out, air out the duvet, <laughs> a couple of blows, and, and you're good to go. So, so yeah. Spray the fat... off the Doritos <laughs> off your chest. <laughs> uh, so, 
yeah, so that's got a sad indictment of my life that that is why yeah. I'm knocking it down a mark because I have to move. Um, <laughs> but but such is life, and yeah, I think it's. I, I did love DVDs, and there was something exciting about buying them. But and I also think convenient. if you could, I think you would have a massive DVD collection, if for nothing more to look at. I think if I had a room like you've got, where yeah, exactly. yeah, where well, I'd be allowed to do where it, the, um, yeah, where the where the man, yeah, yeah decorations, yeah. none of man. this art crap, alien is art. <laughs> <laughs> there was a woman lead, and it worked. Damn it, <laughs> it's called a xenomorph. <laughs> um, then yeah, if I could do that, then yeah, I think I I would have yeah. an enormous collection. So eight and a half, I think that's a strong. I mean, I obviously, over time we'll learn our. Our, you know how we rate things, but I think eight and a half is a very, very good score. Yeah, well, we shall see. It depends what comes out of the cup next week. No, well, that's the the main thing because uh, yeah. we want your suggestions for the cup. Yeah. Very important, and we're going to start pulling them out at Twitter at two G one C Pod. So don't forget to get in touch with that. Give us your ideas, and uh, well, like and subscribe. But if you give us a five star review, we're going to read them out. That's do, we, for sure. do we need to call Twitter X now to show that we're down with the kids? I think so, yeah. Let's try and call it on X because that makes yeah, that, make, that irks most people <laughs> that we're probably going for our target audience. But I think I think X is a, a strange name, but you know, X girl give it to you. So it's got a right yeah, there. Yeah. So next we yep. have um, a top ten. So the way this works is I've pre-selected a top ten. Now it could be a top ten anything. I've picked a top ten. Uh, UK music chart at a point in time and there's two purposes to this the first purpose is that I'm going to go through the top 10 we're going to discuss some of these songs what we think of them and then Joe's going to have to guess what what year it is I mean if you can showboat and give him a month and a week then great you know, yes, what year. yeah uh, oh yeah please please join along um, and then we're going to review it and the review is basically going to be based on if we were sat on a desert island and we can only listen to a uh, at one top ten, would we be happy to listen to this? Yeah. Would you be happy if this is the last CD that you have? Yeah. So, just just going back to the DVDs, I've just remembered. Oh yeah. When you were say making your own compilation discs, and if mm. you used a DVD, my word, you could fit a lot of songs on that. Then if you ever did that, yeah, I mean they were. You they could were... use a DVD player as a music player. So well, I think at uni, yeah. that's what they used to do: just use the PlayStation. Oh yeah. Like hundreds of songs. Well, because the CD was uh, 700 megabytes, the a DVD was 4.7 gig. It was seven times as big. Yeah, dual layer to double that. Yeah, yeah. Bosh, bosh, bish, bash, bosh, bish, bash, bosh. Right. So onto the top ten. Before we get onto the actual top ten itself, probably one notable uh, um, song to point out from the rest of the the the, the top 100. Is ah, I had it a second ago, um, and it's an absolute classic. If I can find where it's gone, I'm filling, I'm filling, I don't know where it is now. Anyway, I do, really I do think anything in the top 40 in these kind of periods needs respect, it's not like it is now. No, I, I mean, really nowadays, any, anything can, well, any song literally can get in, can't they? Well, like, like back in the day, you had songs like Bewitched or uh. Who is that other Irish band? Boyzone. 
Westlife. Oh, Westlife. Things like that. And like these are not songs I like, but you know, credit where a credit is due. These guys had number ones when people were buying discs. Mm. And they can say that forever. Nowadays, if you're number one, if someone says to me, I was number one last week, I wouldn't really know what to make of it. I would say, no. okay. No, right. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you what anyone's been number one. I could guess I can, cheering. I could just guess yeah. the names that have been number one, but God, we're sounding old, aren't we? So yeah. number 70, as a notable uh, uh, mention, is Scatman's World by Scatman John. Scatman's World. So that wasn't his. Was that his? That wasn't his first song. Was no, it? no. This was the big follow-up. The, the first one uh, was I'm the Scatman. Yeah, and that got to number one. That was a big yeah. one. And I this... reckon Scatman's World probably made it to number five tops. Do you have a top? Yeah, no. It peaked at ten. At ten. Oof. Yeah, it peaked at ten. Tough, um, tough year. It was a tough year. Uh, it was probably around this point when I realised that there was another meaning for scat. Yeah. <laughs> it means something very different. Um, so, work <laughs> so um, number 10, uh, it's a theme tune from Friends. It's I'll Be There For You by the Rembrandts. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah, I heard that theme tune so many times in my life that I couldn't listen to the actual song. No, no, I couldn't either. But it's probably, I bet you it's been, because there was a Friends reunion show, wasn't there, a couple of years yeah. ago? So I bet you it had a bit of a resurgence. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it does every so often when like Friends came on Netflix. And... Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. when that happened and everyone got upset with all the homophobia and misogyny yeah. and shit like that? You just didn't even notice back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did get pointed out is, and I, I never really ro- watched Friends, but it was always, it could be I, on I, in the background. I, I don't really like Friends now. No, I don't. I, I but don't I'd know. be lying if I said I didn't like it then. Not at the end, that's for sure. But the first few series, I did really enjoy it. Um, but my my daughter, well, both my two of my daughters love it, and someone I saw someone pointed out on on X that Chandler had they always took the piss out of his job and his career. Mm. That was like one of the running gags. But then they show his office at one point where he works. Yeah, mass. He's twenty six and he's got like his own massive office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, someone's doing something well, there's, wrong. There's a few things like that in American shows. Like Joey would never be his friend. They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't work in any way, shape, or form. The amount of money it must cost to have these flats. It's, yeah, Phoebe wouldn't be any of their friends because it's my opinion. Phoebe's a horrendous character. Ah, oh, awful character. No, awful. but I mean she's horrible as she's, well as not yeah, being well written. Annoying, but yeah, she's not particularly nice. She was horrible. She was a horrible uh, girl. Like Rachel and Monica wouldn't be friends. I don't think. Mm, possibly. And also, like, it just made... Financially, it didn't make any sense. Financially, it didn't add up. No. no that. It really didn't. They kind of covered Monica, because I think it was her grandma's flat. Oh, was it? Yeah, I th- I'm pretty uh, sure that was a thing. Because wasn't Rachel just like a waitress? There's no such thing as just a waitress. Hard-working... Hard-working tea. Yeah, she was operative. But no, again, they cover her story because her dad paid for everything in her life. Oh, right. That was a big part of the story. And then you had the brother, Ross, who lived wherever. No one cared where he lived. Mm. Yeah, I mean... We're friends here. (laughs) It's a bizarre show when you actually look back. Of its time, I would say. Very much of its time. Um... 
Number nine is an obvious cover version. It's Staying Alive by Enchant featuring Ricardo DeForce. Oh, I quite liked a few of Enchant's songs. So I reckon that would be, that was the get full with the fever on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that peaked at number one. Um, no, it peaked at number two. Unless it went back up the charts. But he, I'm pretty okay. sure the guy from that was a Eurovision contender for England. What, from Entrance? Yeah, I think it was like the rapper. And it was like, do you remember the song, It's What I Go For School For? Um, is that Busted? No, 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 it's this guy. It was his Eurovision song. It was awful. He had all these like schoolgirls like singing this song and he rapped. It was awful. Really? I didn't do well. Um, I'm just Googling it. Which is a real shame. Yeah, I'm sure it was an entrance guy. Or are you gonna? Be, are you about to pop another one of my, uh, one of my dreams? There's nothing to. Oh, Eurovision 2009 entrance. Uh, yeah. Entrance. All right. Eurovision 2009 entrance. I think I'm onto um, a winner here. Wasn't well, no, I found? Uh... Oh. <laughs> no, that can't just be right. Through your history. No, no, I've just found a Twitter post that's a bit. What? <laughs> I know this is terrible podding, but but um, oh, yeah, no. they had a few songs, didn't they? Didn't they do um, Kung Fu Fighting the remake? I think they might have, yeah, yeah. Which was it was exactly the same type of thing. Yeah, he just kept roar on the fever on the dance floor. They were basically like the Jai Funny, yeah, funny yeah. of this era. Yeah, um, got a lot of time for Jai Funny. Jive Bunny and the Mix Masters. I'm thinking Jive yeah. Bunny must have been late 80s, wasn't it? Or 1990. Yeah, it was It was 80s, I think. I think you're right. Jive Bunny. Um, it was just a remix. It was just a... Re- like, but they were good. They weren't just like mixing songs. He didn't mix them into it. Remember the... <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what song is coming up next. You know? Wake up a little sooner. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So they weren't just like mashups if you will he actually put a lot of effort in this art oh, but i hear the rumor is that um and i don't want this popping but he made no money whatsoever because he didn't have any of the rights any. right that makes sense yeah but he he's got like albums it's not like he brought out a song who mr bunny have a have a look at um jive bunny and he's got a lot more songs than you would realize really none of them are his but yeah, yeah. he didn't do anything original did he no well he yeah. mixed them you remember the bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> oh here we go jive bunny and the master mixes yeah and there's a lot on there it wouldn't surprise me if he's still going spinning the records at a butlins or something like that yeah oh there's loads i used to be someone little man <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's... i was the jive bunny <laughs> <laughs> everyone remembers bleh, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> there's loads of them oh, i mean some good songs like rock around the clock twisted yeah, yeah. In. very very good new york new york i didn't realize here's a fun so one of the, he's done a remix or whatever it is of new york new york yeah do you know what it's called new york new york well they say it twice because it's new york state yeah yeah new york city and new york state yeah i wouldn't have known that back in the day but i know that now because it's new york state i only found that out literally uh two days ago oh really it's quite coincidental <laughs> that we're talking about it my brother-in-law i can't remember what the context was said it to me I have yeah. absolutely no idea. Yeah, New York, New York. Because that's, that's how you say it. Yeah, I just thought he was saying, just because it, lyrically it went well. Yeah, I mean, no idea. it does rhyme with the other <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, 
So number eight, I think we'll probably skip past this one quite quickly. Is Light of My Life by Louise, as in Redknapp. Red Um No, I can't. I couldn't. I think there's one song she brought out, which was probably her first one, which I really liked. Naked. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe I preferred just the video, judging mm. by the name. But um, I, I couldn't name you any of her songs or no. sing you any of them. Couldn't hum it. So peaked, I don't know. peaked at number eight. Peaked at number eight. Well, as at this point. Um, number seven. Who's your favourite band from Sheffield with a drummer with one arm? Oh, Def Leppard. Correct. <laughs> Correct. They're my favourite uh, Sheffield-based band <laughs> featuring a drummer with one arm. Uh, when Love and Hate Collide. It's a great song. I can't even think of it. Good, I don't man. know Death very well. No, I know, you know Sugar, obviously. Sugar, probably, sugar. This I think it's one. Of, I think they're one of those bands that actually, if you play their song, because weren't they like one of the biggest bands in the eighties? Like huge. They were huge. They were like a bit in the Bon Jovi mold. Is probably the best way. Yeah, but like they dominated. They weren't like big. They were absolutely Goliath around oh, no. the world. Really, I think you're over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, Def yeah. Leppard. I bet you they're one of the best-selling um, people in the eighties. I bet you they had a year, like 1985, where they were like the biggest thing. Def Leppard, Def yeah. Leopard. Yeah, they were very, very big. Well, they're going to 76, not... surprisingly. But this... Yeah, I know. They're still going? Yeah, 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 definitely. The band's greatest commercial success came between the early 1980s and the early 1990s. The first album, 2015. I'm trying to find any facts. Oh, hang on. Um, it has been certified, this album, Hysteria, that's the one I've heard of. Being certified twelve times platinum for sales in the US, oh, thirteen platinum in the in Canada, selling over twenty five million copies, making it one of the best selling albums of all time. Well, yeah, colour me surprised. Yeah, there you go. I told you, wow. huge. You no make idea. it in America, you really make it. That's the that's the well, trick. yeah, yeah. That really is the truth. Um, oh, wonders don't. I don't think uh, what was his name White Town is is dining out still in that song. Well, they White, probably does make probably makes a few quid. But listen to when Love and Hate Clyde is very much in the all. You remember Always by Bon Jovi? Oh yeah, the that sort of mold. In, in those years, you had to have you had to have one ballad to like Dust in the Wind and yeah. it's just one way you really. Oh, like uh, I don't wanna want to be with you. Oh, no. Mr. Big, yeah, yeah, Mr. Big, yeah, yeah, super. Yeah, they, they like they're all much harder bands, but yeah. They all had to have, and it worked because actually I don't remember any of their songs no. except for the Lovey Dovey ones. The, um, the kind of song that some some surfer dude with a uh, acoustic guitar comes in at the end of a party oh, to work just to in a uh, in yeah. a, like an American Pie type film. Yeah, make everyone feel sick. Um, yeah, so highly recommend that song. Uh, number six is Fantasy by Mariah Carey. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that. that Surely that was a number one. No, it's a number four. Number four, unbelievable! Yeah, That's yeah. A, a big classic. She's still making a lot of money off that. Well, not not as much as uh, all I want. For no, no, that's that. true. Fair, fair. Well, if you if you want to really do a one hit wonder, it's a Christmas one hit oh, wonder. Yeah. Then you're sorted. Especially nowadays, if you, I reckon, if you got a good one hit wonder, you'd be done for life at the moment. Uh, what more so now? I don't know. I I think so because it would be so rare and like so many people would buy it. I think, mm, like they would buy it for their nan and things like that. But the problem is, the Christmas songs of yesteryear are so well known and so ingrained 
Yeah, but occasionally they do break through. The last one I think I can think of those the uh, the darkness. The I darkness, really yeah, which was good, mostly because it was them singing bellends. Yeah, <laughs> which was quite amusing. There have been a couple of decent ones since. There was a good one by Kelly Clarkson. It was good. I wouldn't know. Just like good, upbeat Christmas songs. I'll tell you, and this is well, this is a, well, it's not a controversial thing to say because it is objectively a good song. But you never hear it anymore for obvious reasons. Was a Gary Gary Glitter Christmas song, what Rock was... and Roll Christmas. I can't put my. I mean YouTube it probably on, on incognito mode, but it's a really, <laughs> it's it's genuinely a really. Gary good Glitter song. had some had some good songs. I'm going to put out there. Not he a fan did. of the other stuff. No, I love you, love is a fantastic song. Yeah, and um, Rock and Roll Christmas. You'd rec- <laughs> you 100 percent you recognise it, but you haven't heard it for quite a while. Yeah, well, that wouldn't uh, surprise me. Yeah, no. Come on, accidentally on the radio. Yeah, not. Yeah, the Joe Christmas part, family Christmas party doesn't feature Gary Glitter's <laughs> greatest hits. Um, number five. This one had been to number one, and it's "You Are Not Alone" by Michael Jackson. You are not alone. Yeah. Well, with, video um, this one's got ah. Uh, it's not his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah when yeah, he yeah. does his, his kiss with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The swimming pool, yeah, very natural one, yeah. And that got to number one. Got to number one, yeah. I don't think that's a. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm a Jackson fan. I wouldn't put that up there. Wouldn't be. Wouldn't be in my top twenty. I don't reckon. Really? Oh, I liked it. It's a nice, nice little. It's, it's okay. It's better than a lot of songs, but I'm a big Jackson fan. So, um, number four. I don't have the probably spend very long on this one. It's "Who the F Is Alice" by Smokey Roy Chubby, Roy Chubby Brown. Oh, well, I got time for those comedy records. So, what's this number four? This is number four. It got yeah. to number one, though, didn't it? I would be surprised. No, here it's that this is its 15, 15th week in the chart and it's peaked at four. So, I don't think oh, it would have climbed. I'd be surprised if it climbed to number I seem one. I just remember it being on top of the pops. I thought it was number oh, one. It would have been top of the would have been on, possibly. Would have yeah, been but on. I thought it was like, you know, the last song. Oh, uh, no. But, um,. Yeah, I mean, a bit of silly comedy, some swearing. It was good for our age. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting, wasn't it? So it's, hard, it's hard when it comes on. Not that I hear it very often, but it's, it's impossible to sing it without swearing. Yeah. Abs- well, it's ruined the name Alice for anyone. Well, quite, yeah. I mean, it's it's a remake of a song. It's just such a weird decision. It's like it was a bet or something. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's like the Alice song. It's, it's an old song from, like, I don't know, the 60s or the 70s. Uh, and then they've just done this. It's like he used to do it at his live shows or something like that, and it just uh, kind of worked. And they're like, no, "Let's record it." I don't know. It's a weird thing. I don't know, don't know how that became into our world. Um, number three is a former number one. It's "Bombastic" by Shaggy. Is that his first song? Was that the no, Jeans song? No, "Oh Carolina." Uh, yeah, "Oh Carolina" was his first song. This yeah, might have been sure? the, this might have been the Jeans song, but it wasn't his first. Song. It was. I'm sure it was the Levi's song. It might well have been. It wasn't his first song. Yeah. It's good. Good adverts. If we do some sort of top thing for adverts, I think that that advert's got to be in there with all the plasticine. I'm pretty sure. The, the Levi's did some really good adverts. Oh, well, they also always went to number one. Remember, mm. they had a run of uh, yeah, Spaceman being another one. Yeah, turn on, tune in, and cop out. Remember that one. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, I mean, I haven't thought of that song for like 20 years. No, it's, it's good just yeah, um, it's Number two, I'm not sure you remember this song, but you might do. It's a double A side, Miss Shapes and Sorted for Ease and Whiz by Pulp. Now, I think no, there's a drugs reference there. I don't know Pulp very well. I know they're obvious, really famous 
like two songs. But, but they, they'd really... been around for years before they. Yeah, they say they were like the hardest working one hit wonder. I think is what they say about Pulp. Yeah, and uh, similar to uh, the Verve. Remember the Verve? They're, before they actually, yeah, I, it, they'd been around for years. I, I wasn't a big fan of the Verve. I think I probably, if I sat down and listened to them now, would like it. But everyone loved the Verve, and I never got it. I just didn't understand yeah. it. It's sweet, superb. They didn't make any money off that. Oh really? Oh, because yeah. of the um, the Rolling the inter- Stones. Yeah, the, that yeah. Tune was the Rolling Stones. Um, so now we get to number one. Now number one. Now I I picked this year this week at random, and this song I detest. And I'm actually it was the number one for quite a while. I think actually this is his third week, and I think it went on a bit longer. Are you I'm yet to find anyone. Hint? Well, I'm yet to find anyone that likes it. Okay. Um, it's it's by a band, but it's one of those ones where well, it's a person. I think it. I think realistically, it's a person with session musicians, but they're known as a, a group. You're gonna have to give me a bit more. Um, oh, without giving it away, English. English. Mm. And is this a one-hit wonder, or is this? No, from... no, 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 it's not a one-hit wonder. No, I can't think of anything. Um, David Brent covered one of their songs. David Brent covered not this song, but one of their songs. Um, Which is a really good song that he covered, obviously. Rod Stewart? No. No. Simply Red. Simply Red? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So oh, is this Fairground? Fairground. <laughs> oh, Penny's dropped. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I hate that song. <laughs> Everyone hates it. I'm yet to meet anyone that likes it. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. It was massive, wasn't it? Huge. I think it was nine weeks. This is the third week. Oh. I think it was like nine weeks, but it was. It was so boring. I, don't, I mean, there's simply read, in my opinion, have a few great songs that I do quite like. Generally, hmm. he's still going as well. He's still singing his thing. He had, the thing is, he had a, a great voice. Yeah. I just didn't particularly like. No. Their music, like if you don't know him by now, was a great song. Yeah, I I like money's too tight to mention. That's my. It's all right. Ah, oh, it's good. Right. We're talking about money, money, money. We're talking about that's great. <laughs> But he, so he's got a very, very good voice. But fairground is just unlistenable. Yeah, horrible. I can song. It. Horrible. Okay, so I've got to guess so, a year. So you got to guess uh, a year. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go straight in for 1996. No, you're very close. 1995. Oh, oh I was gonna go 95 before you said simply red. I was thinking um, Euro '96, the football, because I know they did the song. Uh yeah, we're in this together. Yeah, so yeah. I thought it was yeah. the same. Yeah, Ugh, uh, I was. I was going to say ninety-five, right up until Simply Red. Ugh. I thought I thought Jackson was going to give it away. Actually, well, I mean, it did. It definitely put it in mid nineties for me. And the Rembrandts as well. The theme from Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah the but time. then that could have been like till ninety-eight. Yeah, I true. know. No, it's, it can't. It does date it. That's for sure. Um, so, so now we need a score. So let's just go through all of them quickly. So, number 10, uh, I'll Be There For You by Rembrandt. Number 9, Staying Alive, Entrance featuring Ricardo DeForce. 8, Light of My Life by Louise. 7, When Love and Hate Collide by Def Leppard. 6, Fancy by Mariah Carey. 5, You're Not Alone by Michael Jackson. 4, Who the F is Alex by Smokey featuring Roger Chubby Brown. 3, Bombastic by Shaggy. 2, Miss Shapes, Sorted for Ease and Wiz by Pulp. And number 1, Fairground by Simply Red. I think it's not a bad top 10, if I'm honest. It's quite eclectic. 
got mm. a couple of classics in there. It's not amazing, but I don't think it's too bad. I'm going to give I... it. Go oh, on. Go on. Oh no, I rated. The... I reviewed. I released my number for the review. Okay. Um, yeah. Fair you. I th- I think you're being incredibly generous, saying there's a couple of classics in there. I would say the only song on here I would be happy to have on a regular playlist would probably be When Love and Hate Collide. But I, I that Mariah Carey song I quite like. I quite it's like. Okay. The, uh, it's harmless. What was what was number two? Uh, Pulp. Pulp. No, not number two. Oh, but, uh, Shaggy. Yeah, Shaggy. I'd be happy to listen to that. It's a fun song. It's not amazing. But what number are you going to give it? I'm giving it a six. A six? Yeah. Oh, see, I, I was going to give it a six too. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I see that as quite a positive score because uh, I think we've done this before a few times and we've had some rotters. It's going to be, yeah, because the thing is, ultimately it gets calibrate. It's going to calibrate as we go along. Yeah, that's that um, true. So, okay, I think it's a six. six. Fair so yours is a good six. Well. Mine's, mine's you a bad just see, six. I guess we, we could see how... <laughs> You you did you did well in your exams and I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we've worked that out. If a six for me is good and a, it's bad, yeah. <laughs> um, cool, cool. Well, good, good. Again, give us your suggestions for what we do next, and uh, we'll be at two G one C pod. So we'll see you later. Have a good one. Cheerio.